You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. It's always a pleasure to be joined by Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Check out Talking Cowboys. Mickey's a co-host of that fine program weekdays on the Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. Mickey, let's start with what's going on in terms of player personnel. What do you think changed in the evaluation of Darren McFadden? A few weeks ago, we were talking about him potentially filling in for Ezekiel Elliott, and now he's moving on. Yeah, that sort of uh, surprised me that uh, they stuck with Alfred Morris. And I think what happened is Rod Smith, they started liking a little bit more and a little bit more uh, and decided that uh, they were going to start giving him some snaps. I think the other thing that uh, took place was I think Darren McFadden got a little bit frustrated. And, uh, you know, he, he got active the second game of the three games that Zeke missed. He only got one uh, one snap, one carry, and then last week he was inactive again. Uh, they were saying, and I don't know if they were just being polite, that you know if he's active, uh, really, if, unless he's touching the ball, he's not on the field. And if you're a backup running back, you got to do more things. Uh, but I think what it came down to was, I think he got frustrated. I think he expressed that to him, and maybe you know he thought they would could do him a favor by letting him go, and maybe he would latch on uh, with another team. But yeah, my theory that I told you a long time ago about they were saving him uh, so he was healthy and fresh when Zeke's suspension began, uh, I guess I couldn't have been more wrong. Mickey, when you look at this this offense, uh, along with that, what you just mentioned, um, from a receiving core standpoint, these guys aren't capable of getting any separation. Uh, for some reason, I know they run those option routes, and that's probably why, because they can't really get the separation. Des Bryant, uh, I don't even think he's a number one receiver anymore. I think he's now more of a number two. How do you correct those issues as you move forward into this this scheduling when it comes down to this team still being the second-best team in this division. They still have a chance as a wild card, but it's a reach because of this team's inability to convert and actually go out and execute. Well, I, th- I think first and foremost, uh, they got to get this uh, kind of banged-up offensive line back playing well. Uh, I don't think they've played very well uh, these last couple games, especially the last game. Uh, if you figure – that Zach Martin gets knocked out of half the game. Uh, Tyron Smith's probably still playing on a bad, a bad leg, uh, and, and you got backups that really aren't nearly uh, as good, obviously, as your starters. So I think first and foremost, that offensive line has to start playing better. Give Dak Prescott a little bit more time uh, in the pocket. He's getting sacked far, far uh, too many times. Uh, over these last three games. Think about this. He, he was only sacked 10 times in the first eight games. In three games, he's been sacked 14 times. Uh, and Cordell, you know how hard it is to play quarterback uh, when, when you're always kind of got your head on a swivel because you're expecting something bad to happen. And it's not just the sacks, but it's also been the pressure. And so, to me, that doesn't give you a very good chance to get the ball down the field uh, for your receivers uh, to run routes. Uh, and then you start shortening things. And, and then everybody's like, well, why can't they get an explosive play? Well, they're just trying to get a positive play, I think, at this point. So, I think first and foremost, you know, they've got to be 
protect Dak Prescott better. And then the second thing that's got to happen, and you're right, they just can't seem to come up with an explosive play. And I think basically defense are saying, you know what? We're not going to give you anything over the top, but uh, we're going to bet that you can't go 80 yards in 12 or 14 plays uh, without Ezekiel Elliott on the field. And I know it looks fine that, you know, Alfred Morris kind of running the ball a little bit, uh, but here's the deal. They're not running the ball in the end zone. And, and this just occurred to me today when I was looking at the NFL stats. You know, when, when Zeke's suspension began, so after eight games – he was the second-leading scorer in the National Football League. After missing three games, he's, he's still the third-leading scorer in the National Football League, and he's only two points out of the second spot. So that tells me how important he was because he was running the ball into the end zone. He was scoring, and they just lost that dimension, and, and I think it's affected how defenses play more so than how the Cowboys' offenses are playing. Got him with Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com, and the Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. Mickey, none of us are coaches, but what do you think Jason Garrett's message could sound like to his team at this stage of the season? Well, I, I, I know exactly what it is because I just got done uh, doing the, the pregame uh, radio interview with him, and there's a sign in the locker room and says the only thing that matters is what you do now. And so the message is, okay, we can learn from what happened during this three-game losing streak. We can correct it, but we can't change it. So you better worry about the Redskins uh, at 7.30 on Thursday night. Uh, And and that's kind of the way his message has been, even when they were winning last year, uh, 11 straight games. You know, after you win 10 straight, that doesn't have anything to do with the 11th uh, game that you're going to try to win. Uh, So I think in losing, that's been the message. Uh, And and then just to make sure everybody uh, is taking care of their own business and and be the best player you can be. Uh, Don't worry about the result. Worry about your uh, execution on the next play, the next play, the next series. And that's definitely what he's been telling this team. Finally, Mickey, since I asked you about Darren McFadden, let me give you an important footnote. He has released a statement announcing his retirement from the NFL. How surprised are you with that news? Uh, I would be very surprised uh, because I I had the feeling he still wanted to play. Um, and, and now you guys may, you know, now that I hear that, boy, if that's in the back of somebody's mind, then they're already retired before they announce they're retired, Right. If they're already thinking that maybe I'm done, uh, then I don't know if they felt that way about him or not. Uh, Or maybe he just decided, you know what, enough's enough. Uh, I'm not going to try to move somewhere else and and continue to play or uh, be a backup uh, for another team. Yeah, I can read you the statement verbatim. In part today, I am announcing that I'm retiring from the NFL. I've been extremely privileged to play in the league a long time. And now that time for me is done. Mickey, as always, we appreciate the information. Have a great week. We'll chat with you next week on the NFL on TuneIn. Good to be with you guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.